Hi guys, welcome to the Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast. Of course, it's me, Alex Whiteley, your boy. And um, today I'm joined with Beth Heath from Shropshire Festival, Shropshire Think Tank, Shropshire, 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 everything. <laughs> you hear Beth Heath and you know who she is. Uh, how's it going? You okay? I'm having a very good day. Yes, thank you, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Stressful day. You're like, my tyre's broken up my car. And I was just like, oh, don't worry about it. But you made it here anyway. But so. I've had the best day as well. Yes, you have. So, yeah, no, it's been good. Thank you for having me in. No, 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 it's, it's, it's great. I, I mean, every time I've, I've seen you, you've been either whizzing around on a Segway or you're rushing through town or you're putting dinosaurs on a car park or, you know, we never have time to sit and have a chat. So I thought I'd invite you in to do that. Thank you. Yeah, it's quite nice actually just to chill out for a little bit in such a nice place. Parade's gorgeous. So, yeah. The parade is amazing. They've been amazing to us. And I love coming here. Every time I come here, I... I come in here, I set up, I go outside and just stand outside in that back car park and just take in the view. It sounds daft, but it sort of recharges me. Yeah, I I come in and buy Crystal's cupcakes because they recharge me. (laughs) (laughs) They're great, they are great. Um, uh, So so how have you been? You been okay? Yeah, it's been a very, very, very tough few months. Um, Let's not pretend it hasn't. We've not been able to run any festivals for the whole summer. Um, We've not been able to have people having fun anywhere here because no one's allowed to have fun anymore because the world's gone crazy um that's what we like doing best we've um adapted and we've changed a bit we've had to lose a couple of staff it, we've had lots of tears and we've had lots of grumpiness um but finally we can see some light at the end of the tunnel so that's quite good yes it's i mean i, I i've i've put off having you on the show because um i think it's I love chatting to you, but it was at the beginning of all this, it was kind of like, well, what are we going to talk about? Yeah, you know? nothing. Oh, can't do anything. Yeah, sorry, Alex, I've cancelled that as well. Oh, and I've cancelled that. And then I moved it, but then I had to cancel it anyway. Yeah, yeah So, yeah. yeah, we had a lot of um, a lot of kind of work for no reason at the beginning. But you still did stuff. And this is, <laughs> this is the amazing thing about you. It's like, you still, you're like, we're not down and out. We can just go in our cars and do, do have a part. Yeah, yeah. The, the driving festival. Where did the idea come from? So, um, when we're all kind of sitting in our houses in the sunshine, um, at the beginning of it all, and there's a few, a few things coming out of Germany who did the driving really people kept texting me and saying what are you going to do because they're used to me doing stuff and I was like let me just get my head together because obviously my business has just been wiped out and then I kind of did that for a few days and then we were like okay now what we're going to do because I'm bored of sitting around um we when we saw the concept of driving we were like okay we can do that where are we going to do it we've always wanted to use the Westmid showground because I love that space I love Ian who runs it and they've always been really generous and kind of gone come and do something I'm like I don't know what I'm going to do um and then when we started doing driving that was the only place I could think of that would work mm. obviously I don't think the council would be too impressed with me driving 200 odd cars into the quarry um <laughs> <laughs> so we actually managed to entertain 8,000 people um, during that month, which for me was a huge tick from a team perspective. It was nice for my volunteers to come back out and help. It was nice for my team to be back together again. It was nice for me from a completely selfish point of view because I had something to focus on and to get my ass out of bed in the morning yeah. and also got us back out there. And like you said, we're known for not sitting around, not doing anything. Exactly, yeah. And that's what was killing my team is the fact that we couldn't plan anything, we couldn't do anything, we couldn't have, we couldn't smile about stuff or get excited. And we bounce off each other in our office, and we're kind of, you know, there's a lot of cake involved, a lot of sugar, and there's a lot of bouncing around, and a lot of really kind of fun things. And there was none of that. 
and so it was a bit like oh but yeah that got us that got my mojo back so it didn't make us a penny in fact it lost us about five grand yeah i, I spoke to a lot of people you know ben from moody's media yeah. it's, it's a few people i spoke to there and they were like we're, we're kind of all doing this at a loss but we need to be out here we need to be telling people that we're still alive and kicking and stuff yeah and also the fact that for people's morale, I remember my mum who sat on the toilets, bless her, letting people in and out every single time. Um, she was saying, you know, people are coming out saying it was the first time they'd been out and they felt really safe. Mm. And if what we gave to people was an experience where they could get out and smile and have fun, then we were still ticking the boxes is why we exist. That's why Shropshire Festivals exist, yeah. to make people smile. We can still do that, but just from the safety of your car. And that's good too. Don't yeah. always, we don't, you know, let's face it, a lot of us aren't in this for money. You're not in it for money. I'm not really in it for money. We're in it because we love what we do, ultimately. At the end of the day, that's what gets us up in the morning. It's your passion and like, when that gets taken away. And I imagine like it, it must be like, I always, I always compare it to, um, you know, men in black, that little ball that goes, starts smashing everything. That's what your brain must be doing when you're sat inside, you can't go out and you've got all these ideas in your head, right? Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, you say I can't go out. We're really lucky because we've got a little bit of space around our house. So we had water slides down our garden. <laughs> we had all of our inflatable bouncy castles out. So my kids probably had the best lockdown compared to anybody else's on earth. Sorry, people out there. But, you know, actually, you know, they were whizzing around fields on quad bikes and stuff. So we, I got to spend some time with them, which I don't usually get in the summer. So that was a huge bonus. But yeah, it, yeah. there was lots of ideas going around. But it was not, it, it's as for everybody, you know, I'm not the first person to say this, it's the not knowing that's killed us. It's the moving the date from when it should be to the end of September, thinking at the time, oh, it'll all be over by then. Moving Kids Fest, which should have been Easter to February 21, and thinking, oh, it's got to be over by 21. We've just jumped that to 22. Yeah. Because I don't think it's going to be the people's kind of feeling safeness, whether or not the pandemic's disappeared overnight, people's kind of wanting to get out and do stuff again I think it's going to take a bit of time to come back yeah let's not predict what government are going to do but um, I will definitely you know for all of the things I've ever had to do and make decisions for you know I I've had to make some really tough decisions for business about what we're going to do with this tent that's about to collapse under snow or whatever else I look at the government and whoever whichever way you voted and obviously this is not a political show I would go I would not want to be in any of their shoes for all the money in the world because you can't make a decision because nobody knows yeah I mean even if they I mean, we're not going to get political, but no. what I've seen is like, even if they do create a vaccine, we've got a vaccine, there are vaccine deniers out there that will, that will yeah. kick off. So you can't win either way. So no. it's like, you know. Yeah. yeah. And actually, we've kind of stopped. We've had a corona. We've got a corona ban in our kind of office and a yeah, corona ban. It, yeah, because yeah, otherwise you just get down. Yeah. And so my, my girls are all not watching it. And we're just kind of seeing the highlights. If there's going to mm. be an announcement, we know there's going to be an announcement. We hear the highlights. We hear what we were meant to do each day. And we do those things. But we're not letting it bring it down, bring us down because I've like I've really enjoyed talking about the positivities that have come through, like mm. lockdown, COVID, and, yeah. and the kind of initiatives people have come up with. Um, it's been really, it's actually been quite nice, being bringing people news to their homes, knowing they yeah. can't get out, you know, and talking about how people have changed things. I mean, um, you, you're still, you know, bringing out ideas like the hampers. Okay, the hamper company. I used to have so my little girl's nearly ten, so when. About two years before she was born, I had a hamper company. So it was a Ludlow hamper company back in the day. Um, so I used to run Ludlow Food Festival. And so I ran that for a few years and it was a really successful business. And then I was like, oh man, I'm going to have a baby the busiest week of the year. Um, and so um, Alice's taking a picture ca- of me, so I can't smile and talk. 
Cheese. Sorry, sorry. I do this all the time. I should do this before we record. I did this yesterday. We had uh, Amanda Jones from uh, Shropshire Refugee. Uh, oh, she's lovely. She's ace. And I was just like, and she was just like looking at me like, why are you doing that? Yeah. Like, it's because I've got no other biscuitiers with me to do it. So sorry. Sorry. I, I've done my cheesing now. So um, yeah, so I used to run hampers years ago. And then it was going to be the busiest week of the year that she was due to be born. And actually she was two weeks early. So we sold the business um, because I was like, you know, I'm good at some things, but I never had a baby before. Didn't know what to do. And actually now I know they sleep a lot. You can do a lot with a small baby. Um, but we sold that and obviously the business went off and did festivals and things and then during lockdown we ended up making um, 150 hampers for Mandy Thorne for her care workers um, at March's Care which was really nice of her just to say thank you and then we did a load for um, school Shrewsbury School and we were like oh man it feels like we're getting this hamper company thing back up and going again let's just do it and then so you know you've known me for long enough now to know that I kind of go okay girls we've got a new business we're starting and I need a website up and I need everything done by like tomorrow <laughs> and uh, and that's how it goes there's no complicated business plans there's no writing everything down there's just a my gut feeling says we should do this so let's just do it and actually we've got um about 600 ordered so far for Christmas and those are corporates and obviously I'm in a different place to where I was 10 years ago I know a lot more corporate people I know more producers because of the food festival yes. we can help support the local producers had a delivery the other day and the girl said to me I was really concerned when you started this because I was thinking you wouldn't have very much but I had to support you she says you're now having more than local farm shops are having of this product and I'm like that's amazing so actually wow. we're helping just in a way that I wasn't expecting to be helping back in March local producers just yeah so I bet there's too much a hamper more like a you know a, a, an arctic lorry <laughs> just yeah. roll up on your door like you know that'd be amazing well, what's really bad about it is when you're sat in the office and you know you've got flour and white meringue bites sitting mm. in the sitting in the hamper shed and they're just like calling eat me eat me and I have to go out and eat a lot of them <laughs> So yeah, what did I do? There's quite a lot of stock that's gone in my belly. Let's be honest. <laughs> well, that's just amazing. I, I love that you've just gone. Okay, <laughs> okay, and then look what's happened. You know, yeah, my poor husband. He does have to put up with quite a lot of crap off me. <laughs> so is it just is this going to be just a Christmas thing, or is it going to continue? It will continue. Super. Yeah, let's just see what happens. Um, I think there's no reason not to have it just continuing. To be honest, mm. um, it's working really well. We're getting lots of people. We're making people again. We're making people smile. And I think every time you go back to one of our businesses, the whole kind of premise of it is if I can make somebody's day in some way, that's kind of the point of it. Mm. So, yeah. So that's what we're doing. I always remember when I was a kid, actually, there used to be like hamper catalogues, didn't there? And you can look through them. Like, oh, look what's in that one. Oh, look what's in that one. Oh, yeah. That's, that takes me back. My husband used to look at the underwear one, so you were much better behaved. <laughs> me too. Yeah. <laughs> Um, now, when it comes to, to sort of PR and yeah. what you do, uh, because you're very helpful to other businesses around Shropshire, yeah. um, it must have been extremely difficult for you guys to keep a cool head and calm and about how people are going to adapt, you know, especially with the parade here, because you guys are looking after the parade. And i got to say, you guys have done an amazing job. Thanks. Yeah, we, we again, we approached the PR marketing site. So if anyone who doesn't know, we've got a business called Shop to Think Tank. It's actually yes. three very soon. Um, so that hasn't been started out of COVID. It's actually been around for quite a long time. Actually wearing the top today. Yes, yes. And look, on my back. Head for thinking, feet for dancing. I like that. Yeah, that's, nice. what it, that's, that's the truth, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so anyway... Um, think tank's been around and again we try and approach each of those PR clients we were worried beginning of COVID let's not all pretend we weren't but actually each of them have got a unique story like the parade we put the um, evolution 
park on the car park and we had i think you guys had more visitors to the parade than you've ever had it's just been amazing like i've seen the difference when we first started doing the recording here you'd see the odd person come appearing and stuff but this especially we're, we're outside set, setting a car i was here wrong. setting a car outside and the, the people just in and out of that that place is just unbelievable yep yeah and the, the clientele the, the the businesses have all changed especially downstairs here and upstairs it's just just amazing yeah there's a nice buzz to this place and it's full of independence and i think people have also gone oh who do i want to support do i want to support the big boys okay let's all not let's not pretend we haven't all got an amazon prime account because that's how that helps us like remember those last minute birthday presents but if you can support local and come to somewhere like the parade you're going to do it rather than going to out of town retail Mm, park yeah because it's just you're making somebody's day every time you step into their shop and you don't do that if you're going to M&S. Yeah, of course. I mean, I've, I've got people that will not support Bezos at all. Yeah. Uh, they will do, They will go out their way to support independent small businesses. Yeah. We're doing a hot wing challenge on New Sucker in, in, in two weeks and we bought the hottest wing sauce on the planet. Right. Uh, it's called ass kicking sauce or something like that. God. Um, I don't do hot food. It's no, not right. um, One of our team was like, he's had to go the long way around to get this, the, the sauce because he will not order from Amazon. Yeah. Because that's where you order it from. It's, some people do that, you know. Go support independence, people. Got to support independence, yes. You, you, you do because, um, you know, I think it's really important to keep to keep those businesses going around your town because that's when all the big boys come in and that's when uh, the when there's a monopoly on things and the yeah. prices go you know it's so mm. and it keeps the pound local if you can make somebody's day by walking in and buying some of Madame Lama's flowers then she, I know that her little boy Ollie is going to be able to do they're going to be able to go out this weekend and yes. have a nice day yeah. somewhere locally and give that pound to somebody else clothes on his back you know yeah. they're, they're surviving and. Uh, the, the local farms are, yep. are producing stuff. That's what it's all about. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, um, I, th- I think it's amazing. Um, and, you know, <laughs> I love that this town has such an amazing communication amongst itself. Not just town, just Shropshire. Shropshire. Shropshire, lots of people talk yeah. about each other, they communicate, they cooperate, they help each other. And, uh, you know, it's people like yourselves and the biscuit, of course. You know, and the biscuit, you know, obviously. The biscuit, um, that, don't, that, you know, accommodate that. Well, when you said to me about, like, oh, how did we feel during the beginning of lockdown, we were, like, we were amazed and really, really humbled by how many people messaged and said, how can we help you this time, Beth, actually? Mm-hmm. And that's just absolutely, it makes you well up because there's businesses out there that I wouldn't have expected. I would expected some of my friends to, obviously, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't expect people to be worrying about what our business is going through, through this, you know, be it... PR, Biscuit, you know, Carl Jones, Business Magazine's huge supporter of ours. Um, and you've got, then you've got all the volunteers. And so something that's kind of, if you come out, everybody's coming out of Corona with a lesson, but it's actually to be really thankful for the fact that I live in Shropshire yeah. because you couldn't ask for a better, more supportive place to do business. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it has been quite humbling to see. Uh, I, I met Carl Jones, he'd been on the show. I was probably. listening to you guys yeah. the other day. He's, he's fantastic. We've got to talk about movies and Star Wars and stuff on The Biscuit. That was, yeah, I that didn't was... know what half the things you were talking about were, but I did listen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's, a, there's a 30 second button on Podbean. You can just... Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not Star Wars, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, what? Obviously, you're missing the festivals. And yeah. Then. And we, we are seeing some people uh, sort of adapt. I think, is it um, 
is a beer and tap and tap and um, tap and can tap and can they did their own sort of Oktoberfest yeah. sort of thing um, are you looking at ways to sort of if, if COVID isn't gone next year to try and adapt things COVID Mini- better do one by next year <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we've got um, what we're planning on for next year is we've got Shrewsbury Food Festival which is a 99.9% sure we can do that even mm-hmm. if we were to do it tomorrow we've worked out how we'd lay it out how we do it in a COVID secure way we want to support those producers. We can we can do Shrewsbury Food Festival. It's outside and it's always sunny, so nobody needs to squash together. They can all mm. just lie on a hill and listen to live music and do what they've always done. I'm pretty sure on that. Um, Oktoberfest, I've got a different layout if we need to, um, so we can make that in a COVID-secure way. Obviously, town council decided this year that we weren't allowed to run any events in the quarry. Mm-hmm. So even if we had been able to in a COVID secure way we wouldn't have been able to we have been helping other people so we've been over to Western Park and they've been with those guys over there and looking at some ways that they've actually been able to deliver outside events so because our events are predominantly outside then of course we can do it but have you heard about what we've got planned for December? I've been hearing little things yeah but I'm sure you can elaborate yeah so if you take your brain back to clapping on the doorstep um so we were like oh christmas christmas isn't going to be the same we all have nice big christmas parties everything else so we have carols on the doorstep which is going to be absolutely the best thing ever we've got bbc radio shropshire will be playing the tunes um at six o'clock on the 16th of december so all you have to do is go onto your doorstep tune into Radio Shropshire, and then your whole street will be singing at the same time. Um, so our worry when we first started talking about it, it's myself, Katie Rink from My Shrewsbury Magazine, mm-hmm. um, and we were kind of like, oh, how are we going to make it so everybody's actually singing in time? Because you can't just have it on a website because nobody's doing it at mm. the same moment. And so Radio Shropshire very kindly have said yes. We've also now got Hereford and Worcestershire BBC as well. I had somebody phone me from Wiltshire yesterday. They're getting involved, hopefully, with BBC Wiltshire. And so what we're hoping is that we can run the biggest event of 2020 in the UK, if not the world, with carols on the doorstep. So um, everybody to get onto their doorstep. We've got some amazing support. We've got DM recruitment. We've got Marches Care. No, What's the date that's happening again? That's happening on the 16th of December. Yeah. 6 p.m. and it's just going to be fantastic we've got some sponsors involved zoom are coming on board um and they're going to be giving away so you can nominate somebody who deserves or who you feel would benefit from a meal for their family for that night and they'll deliver it for free and they'll be giving away lots of meals and hopefully collecting for food bank at the same time during december while they while they if you get a delivery from zoom they, they can pick up for the food bank at the same time nice. and we're trying to do some cool initiatives and raise quite a lot of money for charity at the same time so you'll just be able to download an invitation. That we'll print, we're printing 20,000 to give out so people can come and collect them and sit them through their neighbours' doors. And there'll be posters everywhere soon. And we're just letting Halloween get out of the way first and then we'll be bombarding the world. Are the main hotspots that this is happening or just everywhere around Shrewsbury? Where are you guys going to be? Shropshire. Just, just everywhere in Shropshire. Shropshire, full stop. Yes. So the idea is, if you like the sound of it, you basically email me and then or go on the website which is just doorstep carols again another website we had to just whiz up quite fast um so and you just email on there and ask us for i want to get involved in my street so in a couple of weeks time when we actually get around to it we'll have downloadable invitations on there and then you'll just be able to go around and stick them through your friends letterboxes we're delivering five thousand round shrewsbury door to door there'll be ten thousand going into my shrewsbury magazine um and that's kind of the idea behind it is that you want to do it in your street mm-hmm. who cares what the next street's over is doing but the, 
we're planning on doing it again on Christmas Eve, 6pm on Christmas Eve as well. So we're going to do it on the 16th first, get it going, and then redo it on the 24th. Do you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of the Grinch. You know when he's like stolen all the yeah. time and he's on the hill and he can still hear them singing? Yep. So yeah. we've got the guys from um, the Abbey are going to stand outside there with all their choralists and Christmas jumpers and sing it to the crowds as they go, as the cars as they go past at 6pm on that night with the organ going in the background. Maybe we could do something with the biscuit. I always say these things, I always go, oh yeah, we can do something cool, but like do something really elaborate, that'd be amazing. Well, if you did it down at the, down at the Abbey, they've got, I think it's going to be pretty kind of like, you know, goosebumpy because mm. they've got big organ and a big church. Mm. Um but there'll be the Jingle Bellses as well as the Christmassy kind of proper Christian ones and stuff. Next week we're, we're recording on top of the Abbey. I was like, I just want to do something crazy. And, oh, yeah. I've always wanted to go up there. Yeah, I'm going to take these mics and just... Hi! You know it's <laughs> going to you know rain all week I next know, week. Yeah, yeah, know, just putting it out there. Um, <laughs> and it's probably going to... Yeah, we might have to rearrange if it does because my equipment. But like, I don't like heights and that's the thing. You've been up top of St Chad's? Uh, not St Chad's, no. No. Oh, it's amazing. I bet. You don't have to get wet because you're in the bell tower, ah. I think. So, yeah, we did photos up there. We've really done much of with St. Chad's, so maybe we should do because I think it's a fascinating building. Oh, it's beautiful. In fact, we were looking at pictures of Shrewsbury. I don't know, I don't know why, but on our on our sh- on our live show um, with my American coat, and they saw St. Chad's the American, and they were like, "Whoa, look at that build!" They were like really fascinated with this round church. It was just uh-huh. you could do from the rooftops. You could do a whole series from the rooftops because you can also go to top of St. Mary's Church. Um, opposite here and that is astounding so you walk up that tower which feels like it's endless steps and when you go out you can't believe the view because you're on top of everything see robert has said we can record from up there yeah but i nearly cried because i don't do heights right you'll be all right i mean i've been up top of the lord hill and uh, hawks and follies we went and did yep. a, an interview top there which was amazing but at the same time i was kind of back julie was like <laughs> and i was back to against the wall like yeah this is fine this is fine it's fine you're not gonna it was fine um, but I like testing myself, so yeah. we could do that. Yeah, push yourself a little bit. Mm. Be good. It's, yeah. it's, just don't jump. Just don't, just don't jump. Or yeah. trip over. Easy. When I was on top of the Lord Hill column, my hat flew off, and, and I, I had to I really, like, I had to really stop myself from going to grab it because that's how it happens in the horror movies, isn't it? Was, yeah. the movies that they go grab it. Um, so that's amazing. What else have we got for Christmas? There's that um, Christmas. I'm planning on just having a day off, having yes. a nice no winter festival. Um, I must admit, the one good thing that you have to be very grateful for this year is the fact that it's absolutely chucked it down on my festival dates. And so, by laws of averages, it'll be sunny next year. Yes. Yeah, so, well, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Um, how can people get involved with Think Tank then? Sort of, um, because you guys, I mean, I was just looking now, there are so many people involved with you, especially like uh, Shrewsbury Town, the community, yeah. and Arts Alive, who will come on the show soon. Uh, Woods, yeah. who I love to pieces, I think they're great. And then you also offer like packages of ways pe- you can help people, right? Yeah, we 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 do all sorts of things actually. We um, we're doing a load of packaging at the moment for a rapeseed company. We do PR marketing. We also do, which is my favourite thing to do. I don't know whether the client loves it as much as I do, but they seem to. They come back. Um, we have creative days, so we'll go to go for half a day, half a day. Take some time out of your business and go right. What are we going to do? to get the word out there about how awesome you are and we brainstormed the day and then the really good thing about this is then we put it all into action so we went out to the most phenomenal and you have to send you out there it's over towards Ellesmere um, estate and they've got highland cattle which they raise for four years and then you can buy kind of quarter of a cow for your freezer but you know this cow has had the happiest life ever mm. and it's phenomenal but they've also got we might do some events out there as well they back onto the mere in Ellesmere and it's beautiful um, but we kind of 
we went out there for half a day, a bit of a brainstorm, and we're like, oh, do this, do this, do this. And they were like, we put the proposal in, and like, yeah, we're going to do all of it. Yeah. Because that's what we can do. So I think because we're really used to putting stupid ideas into reality, that's kind of what we do on a day-to-day basis, then my team will never be kind of taken aback by something, but then they also just do the regular social media Really, I mean, Claire, you probably speak to her on a regular basis from uh, a PR perspective, <laughs> um, but she's brilliant and, she you know, and Gems is great at design. And then I'm not sure what I bring to the team, but I've got a lot of good ideas. No, actually, I was going to, I was, I was going to sort of say to everybody in the team, you know, everybody, Rachel, Claire, Gemma, all you guys. Rachel's gone. Is she gone? She's had to go because she's events and we haven't got any events. So oh. Rachel's had to go and so is Bethan. That's such a shame. Don't, because you make me cry, because Rachel's been with me four years, and that was one of the hardest things with corona. Oh. So, yeah, don't. Rachel, if you're going to listen to us, we love you. Um, yeah. But everybody at the team, uh, and Rachel up until that point, are just so bubbly, bright, friendly. You know, whenever you see them, they're always really happy, and um, the emails are back and two between me and Claire are fun. Like, it's just like that. But you bring that, and you say you don't know what you bring to it, but that is what you bring. And, you know, across the county, People see Beth and a, a woman that could have just imploded during lockdown and, and COVID, but you're not. You've just gone, okay, let's do this, let's do this, let's do this. And you've carried on. Yeah. And that is an inspiration to others. So far. Yeah, or I do the head in. One no, or the other. no, no, no. <laughs> uh, I refuse to believe that. Uh, I mean, don't speak to my husband. <laughs> and like simple things like with us. I mean, we, we, we went and uh, went to the Mermaid with a, a coffee and stuff. And I was just like, yeah, we'll get, we'll get you in the parade. And I was just like, I nearly cried that day. I was just like, oh my <laughs> God, that, we're still here. So Yeah, no, well, it just, the, the, so that's what we love. I love when somebody says to me, right, this is this issue. I'm, I'm kind of like a problem fixer is what I love doing best, which is mm. why I suppose Think Tank works. But I can go, right, that's the problem there. Alex needs a new home. Mm. I will get Alex a new home. Because because Shropshire is so interconnected, as soon as you've mm-hmm. done business in this county, you know who to then ask. And so it's it becomes easier once you know people. And like your business, you're meeting so many cool people. Yes. I listen to the podcast. And I'm like, oh, I've always wanted to meet them. <laughs> and, you know, and I just want to sit and chat. Like I've always said, if you could go around all of the industrial parks and those businesses that are on there are phenomenal. I walked in one day and saw Tom from Darwin Composites. I didn't know this bloke, but I just saw Darwin Composites on the outside of a building and Sid's going, Beth, no, we can't just walk in. Like, of course we can. So I walked in and basically did what you did and just chatted to him. Mm. Most fascinating business ever, and he makes massive domes. Mm. But if you could do that around every industrial park in the whole of Shropshire, there'd be some really interesting well, conversations. This, this was the idea. This is what I wanted to offer the biscuit is, is that, you know, context behind a, a company name or something, yeah. you know. And the biscuit's just been recognised by um, Europe, uh, uh, Radio Days Europe. They're doing a, a World Pod Day. Oh, wow. And the biscuit's been recognised for being a, a fine example of a hyper-local podcast. So we got, yeah. I'm going to be on a panel in front of Amazing. the whole world talking about the shoes with biscuits. So I want to, and you've helped that make that happen. So, um, you know, you, what you're saying about uh, fixing problems during lockdown, things like that, did you have so many people come to you going, we've got this problem, can you help us? <laughs> Yeah. Help us, help us, help us. yeah, we had a lot of that. There was a lot of people who were having, all of us had little mini breakdowns, didn't we? But people who were going, oh my God, my business is this, my business is that. We've written grant applications. We've done press stuff for free. We've done loads of stuff. And we've also, we offered out um, think tank sessions for small businesses so they could come oh, over to the yeah. business to, and just have us for a few hours and help them. We've probably, so two of those businesses are now doing better because of us helping. And that makes me happy. It only takes a couple of hours of our time, but you make someone else's day, and that's great. 
Yeah, I think you're great. I think you're fantastic. Uh, I know. I, I know you're, you're short great for, too. Yeah, oh, bless you. Um, I know you got to go because um, you're teaching on your. Yeah, own, I teach right? at the university. Um, oh. So on a Friday, so my poor university students are going to have me bouncing off the walls with my. Am I allowed to say what my good news is? Because by the time this goes, please out, do. I want to. I didn't know whether to, you could. Yeah. So this morning I came in bouncing off the walls because bless Alex, he's putting up with being late, but I had to be late because we were waiting for the Arts Council email to come in, and we got two grants this morning. We got one for Shrewsbury Food Festival and one for Shropshire Festivals. And we are so, so, so bloody grateful for it because it means that none of my, no more of my staff have to go, which is what the concern was. And it means that you can all have festivals next year, which is also our other concern because it's very expensive running a festival business without any festivals. That's it. That's it. I, I'm so happy for you. When you told me, I got a little, a little choked because oh. I think that's amazing to hear. And, no, and everybody that hears that will feel exactly the same because everybody loves what you do. So well, don't worry. I mean, the money's not going to line anybody's pockets. Trust me, it's going to go and pay back a lot of debts that we've incurred over the last few months. Um, and it means that we can do some awesome stuff next year and pay the local bands and do all the fun stuff that we flipping love doing and we've not been allowed to do. Well, you have our support. Thank Always you. have our support. And I encourage people to to follow what Shropshire Festivals are doing. Give them a, that, that follow on Facebook or Instagram or, or you know, following their website, doing anything like that. It helps. So please, please do. And thank you, everybody out there, for all the support up till now. Brilliant. Um, fantastic. That was awesome. Um, I'll, I'll, you, if you want to shoot off, you can do it. I know you're busy. I'm going to call I'm going to... Sorry. No, 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 no. You've had a busy day. And I, I said to you, your car's broken. Don't worry about coming on the biscuit. Jeez. No, it's important. This is like up there. Cool thing to do today. First person on the press that I share my news with. Oh, that was so, great. That was yeah. great. Oh, guys, make sure you, you check out everything that Beth is up to. And make sure you check out our website too, which is www.theshrewsbybiscuitpodcast.co.uk. Uh, that website is made for us by our friends at Web Orchard. If you need a website, make sure you check them out. And this has been recorded at the Parade Shops, which is behind St. Mary's. Um, a beautiful place like we mentioned earlier in the podcast. Make sure you pop in and have a look whether you want to paint something with the kids at Splat and Spodge or if you want to go to the Riverview and sit and have a coffee with one of the most amazing views you're going to get in Shrewsbury. We've got a Crystal's Cupcakes as endorsed by Beth here today. Uh, make sure you check them out. Guys, we'll catch you next time. Thank you, Beth. No, thank you. Thank you. Cheers.